Everybody, welcome to Going Off Track. Today we've got Vinny, Buddy, and JR from Less Than Jake. But more importantly, we've got Jonah, Brad, and Mike. From Less Than... From Less Than Track. Off Track. <laughs> less Than Off Track. It's so, so funny that whenever I've talked to Less Than Jake, they say that forever... Every interview they do, the band's been around for, what, 20, 20 years? I can't remember. There's always some journalist who's like, yeah, so what's the whole Jake thing? And they're like, son of a... Yeah. Get it together. This was a very interesting episode because we've done a lot of different combinations with Going Off Track where um, sometimes I've been away, Jonah's been holding it down. Jonah's actually been the staple for for everything. Well, I don't have any kids. That's true. So... <laughs> I have a little true. more flexibility than some of you. But this was... It this, makes things easier. Yeah, <laughs> a little and bit. I think Brad was actually... Wish. This was like one of the first, just Mike and I. Yeah. Mike can't jam me, the people's producer. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah, moving, family, the yeah. whole shebang. Yeah. I've been the, the like, in less than zero, more than less than Jake. It was yeah. like less than zero. Of my, I've been on sort of like that, uh, you know... Not that I'm doing, like, coke or anything. It's just that I've, uh, <laughs> I've... I keep thinking you're doing something illegal, though, because you just disappear for months, and it's dude, like, Mike's I, busy with work. Yeah, no, it's been... it's <laughs> Dude, it's been a combination of, like, yeah, moving, uh, you know, the, the whole mess of, like, New Year's Eve. There was a... I was supposed to do New Year's Eve this year. It totally went away, like, last minute, and I had turned down another gig before that, and I was like, this is great. Tons of cash going away for when I just bought a house. That's awesome, you know? <laughs> Thanks, welcome, NBC. <laughs> welcome to network television. Yeah. And then on top of that... And they were like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're not working like with a real world Cancun or something? No. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm like so angry and depressed. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you lose weight? And I was like, yeah, it's my new diet. It's called anxiety depression. <laughs> it works very yeah, well. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Looks More great vodka, too. Vodka. Vodka works. But were you doing gluten-free vodka? I am doing, yeah, I'm doing all gluten-free now. Yeah. But how do Wait, the, how... Yeah, how, how does that potato work? vodka, right? Yeah, Tito's is the gluten free. It's but the... vodka can have <laughs> gluten. In yeah, it. I yeah. didn't know that either. Apparently, <laughs> it can because when I got misdiagnosed with celiac disease, I researched alcohol a lot. Well, one of my buddies ha- uh, has celiac recently, and we, we, you know, we love beer. And he's like, "Dude, you want to?" I was getting, I was becoming like fat dad, and he was like, "Dude, you want to stop drinking beer and just just have some, you know." To have some gluten-free vodka. And I was like, vodka even has gluten in it? <laughs> well, it's like whiskey, all that stuff, like, it's distilled enough where they're like, we don't know how much gluten's in it, but there's there could be, like, traces of it enough to, like, affect you. It's, like, okay. kind of like a iffy thing, but potato vodka apparently is totally fine. Yeah, I dropped Certain- like 10 pounds in, like, three days from really? drinking beer, and I switched to vodka. It's all Tito's vodka healthy. is pretty good, <laughs> It is too. good, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, pushing... Uh, well, vodka's you know. really, really good for you. I think so. <laughs> it's, you know... It replaces me taking, like, Xanax or something. There's electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> this does not have electrolytes, I don't think. Tito's does. Tito's does. Actual, I think it yeah. pretty much yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Tito vodka has yeah. electrolytes. Uh, see, I, I don't drink that much, but I, I ate half a dark chocolate candy bar on the train this morning. So I'm, That's good for you. Antiox- if it's dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, yeah, it's good. The antioxidants. And it has caffeine, which is good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, I try to stay with... It doesn't have a lot of caffeine because I can't drink coffee because... But it does have more than you would think. I've eaten, like... I've eaten a bar before I went to sleep and not gone to sleep. Mm. How bummed are Lesson Jake fans right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is all connected. They're like, I'm, I'm sure glad Mike's on the show. What a fucking downer yeah. he is. We'll Pezcore. Just, we'll put it in the credits. We'll put it Less Than Jake and Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, here's Vinny, JR, and Buddy, Roger, and Chris. I don't know where you guys were, but we missed you. It's going on track. 
Uh, we are stoked to have with us today three out of the five of Less Than Jig. We've got Buddy, we've got Vinny, and we have a return to the podcast. That's right. JR. You know, so I wasn't going to come today, but then... I was like, I have to come see Steven. This would be good. He didn't, want to, he didn't want to repeat again already. He didn't I was want to like, sound I, like he's abusing his well, no, power I felt like, on your you know, podcast. I said everybody else has something to say, so I'm just going to sit here, and the only thing, uh, the only way you're going to get anything out of me is sign language, and Buddy will translate. Oh, right on. Because yeah, sign awesome. language does really well for a podcast. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> he can hear it really loud. He doesn't actually know sign language. It's more body language. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. What I'm good at interpreting Jair's body. You should just do Morse code by tapping. Yeah. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. It's just SOS over and over again because that's all we know. <laughs> Save our Steven. Man, that's a good idea. Why don't we just do an all Morse code podcast one day? Did you know they retired Morse code? No. The Air Force retired it in 1999. I did not know that. Those kind of facts are what keep I heard it got a pretty good pension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sweet Jesus, what album is this for you guys? 79th? Depends. I guess it's nine full length. Ninth full length, maybe. And, and how many different versions of this released because Vinny likes to collect things? <laughs> Let's see. The vinyl. So far? You mean? Vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy actually knows all the there, well, merchandising. Well, we have four of the vinyl things. and then there's the regular black one. Yeah, so, so there's, there's five variants. There's, there's five if you count regular old black. We have a, a regular yellow, like straight yellow. Mm-hmm. There's a yellow and blue, half and half. There's a clear with blue and black splatter all through it. And then there was a yellow with like a weird black kind of splatter in it. Do they come with download cards? You guys embrace that? Because you've been, you're the first person I ever heard to do that. What is this download? Yeah, we do it. We definitely do it with Fat. Fat loves to do it. They stick Mm -hmm. her the the front of it as like MP3 included, included, included. People want their digital side, but they like having the vinyl. I think if you're going to buy something, you know, the vinyl's cool. And that's why we do the different versions and have the the cool looking colored vinyl. Because you have people like Vinny. You want to have exactly. everything. The only reason I keep saying that is the first time I ever talked to you was at Warped Tour, I think, in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And all we did was discuss Jawbreaker and Rocket from the Crip Records. And everything I brought up, you weren't, I, I have that. Yeah. I've there's there's nothing else to talk about in the world besides Jawbreaker <laughs> and Rocket from the Crypt, honestly. <laughs> I thought that's what this whole interview yeah. was about, actually. Uh, We're out of here. We could go there. Yeah, I mean. We <laughs> <laughs> could go there immediately. <laughs> I think Blake is a bartender a few blocks away yeah, doesn't in Brooklyn. Uh, so um, go there. We, we, uh, it, Guest DJs, too. Well, I've actually we, been there. We, we bank a lot of podcast episodes and release them as we, were, as we like, and we just haven't done it yet, but Blake was here. Oh, okay. And we ha- well, the reason we, haven't, we have to edit out, <laughs> we have to edit out, um, basically, Joan and I just gushed for about 30 minutes on him yeah. to the so end where he was how, like, how was it when you both turned into little girls? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, how, I, I know how that band is for you. Like, we've been friends a long time. I know how they are to you. I was, are you just a Jawbreaker fan, though, or did you continue with Jets to Brazil? I continue with Jets. And nope. I, no, nope. uh, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> stop. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Do that. I have some Justin Brazil, but I'm. I like the Jawbreaker better. I, oh, I like and it, it was going that direction too because the end of Jawbreaker, like the Dear You people that like Dear You, definitely liked the stuff to follow. There was an. Uh, they did like an oral history for AP that Trevor Kelly did, mm-hmm. and Dear You is basically a solo record. You know, he they just kind of recorded their stuff and he did everything himself. So it was kind of going in that. That's Wrong. the one that they use. Uh, Rob Cavallo was yep. the one that yeah. produced that too, and then we talked about that a little bit when we did stuff with him. Oh really? Because I remember that being, you know, that was their major label debut and that whole thing too, and, and, and it, was, it sounded different. It was, you know, it was a whole thing. Yeah, but then you uproar. look. Retrospect is always crazy. You know what I mean? Because like a record like that, or like that Pinkerton record by yep. Weezer. Because when that came out, everybody hated mm-hmm. Pinkerton. Yeah, and now, and now years like, later, like every shitty band that has a record out now goes, "Oh, my favorite record, <laughs> Pinkerton." You know, so I like Jets, but I thought Jets was. I thought you were watching like a writing evolution because it was fair. It was like every lyric was kind of a. A metaphor, and that didn't knock me because I liked Orange Rhyming Dictionary. But then, as it progressed, it didn't. 
But I love Thorns of Life, and I got to see them a couple of times because I like watching Aaron Comet Bus play drums. Mm. I'm that, a huge fan of Aaron yeah, Comet Bus. Huge fan. Mm-hmm. Really? Ma- Ma- Mage, that's, I think it's the only inspiration I have as far as like drummer did and lyrics and kind of guided the, 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 the look of bands or like art wise. Yeah. I never got to see Crimson. In Gainesville, I saw Crimson. And Operation Ivy as well, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We're not, we're, Cred, that's when they were touring in a Cred 69. Cred Bar has been reached. If only you okay. can see the, the gray hairs coming into his beard right now as he talks that's, about that's it. That's all I need to say. I'm done. You know, it's funny you mentioned Operation Ivy. Is one time uh, after the podcast, uh, I think we were recording it, Brad, who's our awesome producer and runs this joint, he was talking about his band, The Goops, going on tour with Rancid. And he went, yeah, and Lint and I were walking out of the parking lot, and Joan and our jaws just dropped. He was like, what? We went, well, we, we just know Tim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tim Timebomb, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you start referring to him as Lint, then you know you yeah, are. Lint. Yeah, you are. You're from way back, man. Yeah. You could actually use the full word and say credible. <laughs> yeah. He actually just did a little laundry. He was just talking about getting the stuff out of it. Is that why? It was actually <laughs> real. I call him, I, my nickname for him is Tide. So Okay, fair or enough. Or Whisk, you know, whichever you know. When he's sober, Tide People free. People use Whisk anymore. <laughs> I think my mom used Whisk. When I was growing up. Wasn't Whisk the ancient Chinese secret one? Uh, what? Ooh. The ring around the collar? That's yes, it was. Yeah, it had the ring around the collar. So what's ancient Chinese secret? Calgon? No? No. Take me away. That was take me away. That's the vacation. I don't know, but this is starting to get a little too racist for my No, because that was like a crazy commercial. Yeah, what? Ancient Chinese secret. But it's not. It's the box on top of your folded clothes. Enjoy. What? Whisk does sound Chinese and ancient, though. No, no, was that Uncle Sp- What's the <laughs> Simpsons thing? <laughs> Uncle Sparkle or something? Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one that had the ancient Chinese <laughs> secret. Yeah. That was genius. Ancient Japanese secret. When when the band formed, did you s- decide to release all kinds of different like little EPs and different versions of the vinyl and things? Because I know that your catalog is immense. and Well, that was definitely when because of the collector side of things when we were doing like early 7 inches and stuff like that. It was definitely because they were well, like, it, we, got, it, we want to be the only ones that have all of it. Well, it starts out as like way back when when you're releasing 7 inches, you're not going like, oh, we're going to do this color, this color, this color because you just don't have the finances. To yeah, that's do all it, we had know? money to do was but the 7 inches. United, United Records in Nashville, they have this thing where you go, okay, I, they take all the little bits and pieces of colored vinyl and they do a thing called a mix and it's cheaper than black vinyl. It was then. I don't know if it is so now. Racist? Can we say vinyl American and not yeah, vinyl, vinyl American? Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense to me. <laughs> but what if it's made in Canada? Oh uh, well, then it's um, that's true. How about pretty vinyl? Then it's vinyl with healthcare. <laughs> some of that pretty. I've vinyl. never heard somebody say a vinyl Canadian or African Canadian. I'm just saying, like, okay, never. Fair it does, I, I don't, tr- I've never thought. Do you know about what that, I mean? Like, I just right. call you know, you're just a dude. You're just <laughs> dude. Yeah, we're all dudes. That's, fact. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, that's a good one, Kel you, Mitchell. Vinny, do you have all of it? Do you have every? Product? I have everything. I have every single piece <laughs> of. Uh, less than Jake. Hey, we know this. Final. I know for a fact. Because we it. just did the uh, Wake and Bake weekend thing that we do on uh, our second annual Wake and Bake weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll plug that for next year in August. Uh, so we do like a few days in Gainesville. And we this time we decided to set it up and make the whole weekend a thing. We had like a yard sale during the Saturday, our tailgate party for the first UF football game too. And we all went through all of our bins of old Less Than Jake stuff and had like, you know, it was like the crazy yeah, was old like, weird merch yard sale. You should have saw sale. the kids like showing up like, 
because we called it like a yard sale. So everybody's showing up like, you know, if you go to a tag sale, there's people there. If you say it starts at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. people are there at 6 a.m. to try to get the good stuff. So yeah. people are just there sweating like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I gotta see what they got. Oh, my God. But, they're hanging up banners. They're hanging up banners. <laughs> you're, you're talking about like $80 records for $13 that yeah. we're just, you know, yeah, just put it on the table it and there. let it roll. That's yeah. insane. No, it's definitely can, stuff people did not have. But you get, like spark you know, guns, like all like old st- old stuff that people. If you, you know. go into paper and plastic warehouse, there's a cubby that I have there that's just strictly less than Jake stuff, and it's a wall, 15 foot by 15 foot. He's not kidding. Of just less than Jake stuff, just yeah. massive, about like nine feet Huge high. Huge Tupperware bins full of stuff. Now, did that, that, that doesn't out? scream cubby to me. Either. No, that's <laughs> storage that's space. That's a closet like, or room, yeah. museum. Well, it, it's a room by Brooklyn standards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a it's a house yeah, by Brooklyn yeah, standards. Like a three bedroom yeah. suite. That's yeah. a one bedroom. Yeah. Brooklyn standards. <laughs> did this start because you're a big collector? I think you... I think that all of us are big collectors. So it continues. Oh, like I said earlier, it started as like the economics of it. We didn't have enough money, so we'd screen records. And then we'd go the cheapest vinyl route, but then all of a sudden it started to become like cool variations of this mix. And then it just started to add up from there. Then you kind of get the fever for it. It's like, okay, we're going to do this die cut record. It's going to be shaped like cheese, and there's going to be holes that are drilled into it. Like, you can't cool. do that. And we're like, yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> we already found out. <laughs> And that's, you know, and it, it turns into a obsession because people start to expect it, but you start to expect it yourself. Like, we have to up the game. We have to up it. And the fevered pitch was Borders and Boundaries, where you had this spinning wheel on the Borders and Boundaries that had mileage from Gainesville to, like, Louisiana, Slovenia, yeah. and places all the been. places that we toured, and it was this mileage wheel on it. It's, we didn't need to do that, but who else has done that? So that's And originally that was going to be on... Uh, Capital and then fat ended up having to do it, and they were like, What is this crap that we have to do now? Yeah, <laughs> that's the idea, too, because we always kind of look at each other in a lot of things. We look at each other and go, What if we did this? And everybody's like, Well, that's ridiculous, you could never do that. And then that's and we're doing it, we go, Okay, we're gonna do this, you know, and see if it works. And then watch everybody else's jaws drop into their chest when it actually happened, or then so. watch them do it, like or, the next month. or it fails and explodes miserably in our faces. But we at least we tried. I hate yeah. when we talk about it too early, though, when someone else does it before us. What, what has someone done that you were like, we had that idea? Mm. Put me on the spot thinking of an example now. Let's see. I bought a record from this band, Roll the Tanks, based on the fact that it was a scratch and sniff 7-inch. Oh, we had a scratch yeah. and sniff snir- shirt before that. Okay, so you It was went. hard to say. Scratch and sniff, sniff shirt. shirt. Yeah. 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 I got that snir- it was, it was, uh, had cherry Pez on the front, and then if you scratched it, it smelled like cherry. That's and then awesome. the whole the trailer and like van smelled like cherries for the whole tour. So. Uh, it ruined it's people's nice clothes, though, too, where it's like when they wash it through, they like, you have this like, Chemical cherry it's smell chemical on everything. Cherry, yeah. I'm like, oh, what do you want me to do? Sorry. <laughs> we thought it was a good idea. It'll be cool. Don't worry. Have <laughs> you did, now? Did you grab everything when it first came out, or did you, was there stuff that you missed that you had to go back and get? Everything from from the first release out to now. <coughs> okay. I used to like include shirts in that and posters and everything, and now that yeah, that stopped about like every once in a while. Yeah. Now, Textiles yeah. pick up a lot. That's, of that stopped about eight space. years ago. And my first wife, though, she took. Uh, it was the the idea was awesome. The execution pissed me off because she took all of my old Less Than Jake shirts from the first one out and made a quilt with it for fucking Christmas. Can I curse in this? Yeah. Okay, then good. She made a quilt for Christmas, and then I, I got it, and it was a logical and awesome idea. But but then you were like, now I don't have a like, shirt. Now it was it was my whole collection of shirts. You screwed me. <laughs> so now I have a, a cool Less Than Jake quilts of it you know but we're gonna use that for a backdrop in our uh, final tour when we finally decide that next month we are have you done have you done the quilt yet 
The less than Jake quilt. Uh, so, no, yeah. we're not. I, 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 I should get my that, mom on that. My when we do quilts. the less than Jake laxative, I think we'll do the quilt too. <laughs> <laughs> we recently, <laughs> recently did comes less a... than Jake coffee, and uh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. less than Jake rolling papers and less yeah, than Jake, Jake rolling paper. Less than Jake, and we call it the uh, the wake and that's where the wake and bake thing came from. We should have done less than Jake diapers. Would have saved you a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna borrow real. a couple of these from the van. <laughs> Ship them up. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they stop using them, and then yeah, you have right. this wonderful new thing of, oh wow, diapers were awesome because I could go to a store, yes, <laughs> and not have someone go, got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> really? Say it louder. Yeah. As my wife goes, don't do that. I'm like, no, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I asked my wife yesterday, is it cool if we teach them to say, I see dead people? <laughs> that is awesome 69th sense so which record is this what number we already it depends depends, 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 though it's either nine 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 full length but if you include uh, uh, the comp in there it's number 10 okay which comp though there's several comps there's losers kings and things technically is a comp of seven inches and then goodbye blue and white's a comp if you include Goodbye Blue and White, it's, so you're counting those things as an actual album. You know, there's fans out there listening going, mm, No, they fucked that up. There's other ones. Uh, yeah, there's probably some. Well, good. Well, you can count Greece. Like, does that count? You know. Have you, did you, do you have this one ready front to back so you can play it live? We always wipe front to back. That's how we wrote it, though. <laughs> I mean, that we actually approached this record as before we even wrote note one, we all kind of sat around and we're just like, We need to write a record and we need to approach it where how we've approached records that we've wrote in the past where we go into the rehearsal space sit there in a circle like we are right now, punch each other in the face, you know, here's the lyrics, here's the melody, here's the chords, and then, all right, now let's all sit around and let's play this and let's knock it out. It was just like it. that Metallica movie, some kind of wonderful movie. Yeah, except there wasn't a bunch. Of, <laughs> yeah, it was just Stoltz like some so kind of monster. good in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Stoltz played Lars, right? That's why yeah. I have the yeah. gloves with no fingers in them. <laughs> some kind of moron, isn't that what that movie But uh, it was, it kind of helped to give it a little bit more of a, Organic feel, maybe. We I hate to do, say organic because that's such a record. Such like a, I've been using that button a lot. word, you know. Yeah, but like, it's true. What else I ask because that I saw free trade, the game show tour, fair trade. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the last good tour. You mean that we did? I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was the last time we really tried. Our stage show was over the tap. We took a lot. Like we built all that crap. It's I know, like the you wheel built, and the the plinko the game. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Plinko, that's right. That's right. Chris was Bob Boner every night. It was great. But the thing you did, and we talked about this with Pete, was that you had all the albums. And yeah. you'd spin it, and if it got to a record that you know might not have been the big yeah, fan like, favorite, you're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. yeah. And the night uh, that I went, I think it was in through the out crowd. It was in New York. Yeah, we actually yeah. we played both. It hit in with the out crowd both times. And we're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Rod so would like bummed. move it to the next one. And then yeah. actually, after like about a week of that tour, we took one of we replaced one of the in with the out crowds with losing streak. Like because there it was, was just only like one. these little cards that were like the, the thing on the wheel, and so we just kind of took it out. <laughs> so there was only one in with the out crowd, but it still hit it twice. It still hit it twice, and there was only one. On the, the, so it was just destiny. Well, that was the wheel had the things on it, but then also the bottom of the plinko thing was the same concept. So the person would do the plinko thing and it would go down and whatever record it fell on, then we would do five songs off that. Yeah. It was so smart awesome. and so damn funny. You know what's it hilarious awesome. about it is it was, it was like studying for a test the entire the, but conceptually the entire tour. It, it worked for us because we did the album shows earlier in the year in February, like where we played you know the whole album and then did some songs mm-hmm. after. We did like six shows in Florida, but we knew we were going to do that again in England. So that tour was like the summer before that. And we're like, well, we got to keep, we got to keep brushed up on these songs. I had to learn 93 songs. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like studying for a like, guest. It was insane. And just looking at like, oh God. I when you look that. at the set list from that, I've seen a picture of the set list. And back then I could tell you, now it's like reading an, a fucking Chinese abacus and trying to figure out like, how did this work? Because there was like an A set and a B set for each record. 
yeah. you know, because if we yeah. hit the rec- same record twice, we had like an had A like list to, and then B list. Ten songs, ten songs worth. It's it was, like and it would just be like, bop, 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 bop. yeah, it's, it's really cool. I I enjoyed it immensely. It was great. Performance yeah. hard. Performance hard. Now we're both gonna jump in with something on that. Too many. We're just trying to have fun, man. Just trying to have fun. Um, when how long is this tour been happening? Weeks. Exactly seven days. Today would be eight. So we're still so we're still in the um, infatuation stage of the tour. Mm-hmm. We, we've been to second base. Oh no, nice. <laughs> yeah. we're in the dating we've, stage over, now. over the bra but under the shirt. Oh, so it yeah. feels good. Feels nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> soft. Still provocative. Soft. Over the bra is a great album title. <laughs> it is. Yeah. What yeah. record's that on? Is no. that on over the bra? Is that yeah, over the bra, bra or under yeah. the shirt? Under the shirt. Nice <laughs> it's a nice comp. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a that dub- could be a good double, <laughs> double album. Yeah, gatefold. Double seven inch. Also, you could think about a new vinyl idea for that too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be like lacy. You have to unsnap. Lacy you have yeah. to unsnap the bra in order to open it. Yeah. 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 See, there's One the idea. Hand. Somebody's going to steal See? right there. <laughs> no, you guys got to do that now. Two seven inches put together. <laughs> the packaging around it. And if you're cool, you can open it with one hand. Yeah, yeah. You're, you have to just do it with snap one hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. So instead of childproof, it's mailproof. Yeah. yeah. What, what? Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. You went back to fat for this. Yes. This, did. this album cycle, and mm-hmm. you were on them previously when Borders and Boundaries. Boundaries. Well, well, actually, they did Greetings and Salutations, yes. which yes. was the comp of the two EPs that we did on our own. That was just like mainly tour EPs and five songs each, and then we added the two extra tracks. So they did that. It was casual. We just needed someone in North America to do it. We had other people in Japan and Europe to do the release. And we saw Fat Mike with the gimmies out, and he was like, I thought that was the strongest material you guys done. Like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And it went from that record to, hey, we're going to start writing songs. And then Fat just said, you know, we'd be into doing that. And no contract, no nothing. We just cruise in. Hugged out. There there you go. No demos. They're just like, yeah, cool. We like you guys. Yeah, that was what I thought was awesome about it. Was that they, he didn't even like usually he, want, he, wanted, de- he wanted he wanted demos, we demos just, but we're just, <laughs> we were like <laughs> we didn't really we didn't really I didn't hear what you were saying. Time. I thought you said you wanted uh, demo. No, we don't do emo. We don't. We're not emo. We thought you wanted limo to hear it. Yeah, demo. Yeah, limo said he liked the songs. Yeah, we're all good. Limo loved it. Yeah, limos are all set. And it's funny because he called. He did call or reach out pretty much all of us, and he's just like after he got the record, and he's like. This is the best record you guys have written in forever. I love it. I love every song. I can't believe you guys did it. And then we're like, all right, so who paid you to say all this? Like, nice. He did say. the European compliment though. He was like, the record's great, and but I can't believe that you actually wrote a good record. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah, believe you guys like, wrote, like, wrote this. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I thanks. appreciate so, it. the compliment sandwich. Yeah. 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 So good to hear from you. I can't believe you wrote this record. Yeah. <laughs> Your first record was. Your last record was wah, wah. Now give me a case of beer. That's, like, that's what <laughs> the, the Germans the, the say German, after a show. The German compliment. What, what's the worst German journalist oh, question? These. Yeah, the German you questions. Of the German best. journalist questions. Oh, the worst one that we ever got? Uh, no, I, I'll go with it wasn't necessarily a, a question as more of a statement. It was an interview. Last time you were here, you played 75 minutes and the ticket price was 15 euro. Tonight, you play for... 60 minute and it was 20 euro i think that you owe us you owe me, a, yeah. a little bit of money i was like we did the math really? here. Like, what so, yeah some and guy in their, and in their head the german's like this joke <laughs> is going to yeah. kill yeah. Yeah. Guy says, some guy they came this i remember one time we're sitting in the back room after we played and this random fan comes in kid comes in and he sits down and he goes so your uh, last time uh your your show was very good this time no 
<laughs> now may I have a may I have a beer? Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, for, so you're going to insult me and then and ask then for my beer? beer? Yeah. Perhaps maybe a beer for me. Yeah, like we owe him a beer. Let me shake that up for you first. Yeah. Do you remember the we did, we did an interview with Taking like Back Sunday and they had a German uh, the the German oh, one was now. yeah your new album is called Louder Now but it's no louder than your last record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You turned it up to four, not yeah. eleven. It is no louder than it's the last. I love but, all of our but, terrible but, German but accents that we're all yeah, doing right now. It's yeah, always like goes to like, like Dieter's dance party. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. What Buddy like referred to though, like right out of the gate, it's the the no use for a name story where they're in Europe and fan comes up and he's like. Your last record was raw, raw, and your new record is wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> Thanks. Like, what are you going to say to that? Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Sorry about I, that one. I love it. I love those stories. Someone needs to put out a book. Uh, yeah. Truth. Another idea. I go. keep thinking that's another room over there. Not for all of you <laughs> listeners yeah, I mean, can't tell. But yeah, the, the mirrors. Wall, those, you're throwing me out with the mirrors. He just well, keeps looking at them. He's like a bird. They're like magic. Yeah. Yeah. It gives the illusion of, <laughs> of space. I know. You need that here in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah. That's how, that's how we roll. Um, uh, mirror really ties like, the room together. I'm always <laughs> actually that guy that walks into a, like a tiny restaurant with a, what, the one mirrored wall. is like, this place is huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I still don't get I've done that. Can we get that table back there in the back corner? Like, He's looking at you like, dude, why don't you just go to the restroom and think about it? That dude with the same jacket as me. It's awesome. That dude's awesome. I knew I should have called him. I should go ask him for his number. I'm doing that. should hang out. That guy's looking good. Yeah, man. Wow. I want to sit in here. Wait, he's sitting down too. How do you have eating the bread as well? Do you still have the less than Jake? company like where you all were doing different roles i know the last record was just you and my favorite was when you had the the booth on the warp tour even when you weren't on the warp tour yeah yeah i oh, love that actually yeah we yeah. still do you know we still <laughs> pretty much do everything like we have in uh everything's in house raj produced see the light okay. and uh we had blasting remix it uh but uh raj uh, see the, uh produced we, see the light and then matt our day-to-day he helped engineer it, but he also tour managed. He also does day to day for less than Jake. <laughs> runs front of house. Uh, He's the man of many hats. And he does everything else, but he runs the merch store. I do the and, merch store um, and do some video stuff. I do like all the online stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And Vinny does social a lot media. of that stuff too. So social we're media. Completely. Yeah, we're, in, we're, in-house. we're involved and you know. sexy. Right. And Chris. Chris um, stays home and works out really hard so that his physique is uh, as, unstoppable. As, as in the totem pole of work, Chris is at the bottom of that totem pole. Hanging he's the out, base of the totem pole. He's that he's, little that guy you, that you see on the bottom of the totem pole. Are you working pole? hard or hardly working? <laughs> 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 got to stand on something. Yeah, man. You got to got to have a foundation. Like, he has those jokes. Yeah, the great jokes. New material. <laughs> I got a bunch of new material for this tour, guys. He's <laughs> in his silent movie phase right now. <laughs> After 21 years, you figure that you know. You get tired of the same thing, but like that guy's jokes, it's like I've heard him seriously. I've heard him for fifteen years, and I'm like, I still have to still laugh, laugh at it. Like still some of them straight. are still funny. Like, the, and you know, the, it's weird. Like <laughs> but, when but a joke it, comes it, around it, after a while too. Like you know, it's funny at first, and then it kind of goes away and fades out, and it's not funny. But then if you keep pounding it long enough, it'll yeah. be funny again at some point. It, it hits the dad stage though, yeah. like the dad joke stage. Like, and you're like, uh, I'll, I'll laugh a little bit later. Did he missed his calling, man? He's a great. Frontman with the band and writing the songs and and playing, but he's quick. He's quick. He's quick. And when he would do host stuff like back at Fuse, I was like, dude, one, uh, you should charge them. Two, um, <laughs> really funny and good at this stuff. Very quick with like quick. the hosting kind of thing. 
Well, I should have charged for that too because I was very filming quick all with others. <laughs> well, that's the and editing thing. and all. You, you can take care of it all in post, right, buddy? Take care oh, of it. It's yeah. cool. all yeah, set. Cool. Make me look funny. Works, Mike. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be over yeah. here at catering. You make me look funny. <laughs> <laughs> God, 70 Look takes. at how quick he is. Like, you see it like the clock moving around like a whole bunch. He's so quick-witted. You're oh. giving it all away, buddy. He's so quick. Just give him the queen. Do you have uh, any videos for this record? We are in the process right now of getting the first one edited. Um, we didn't want to do one. So we understood we, 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 Well, because we had like a huge discussion about like, well, what's this first video going to be or whatever. And then like finally, I think either Vinny or... I can't remember. I'm going to say it was Vinny that said it. Like, we should just get everybody to get our friends to be in it. How do we get all our friends in it without buying everybody plane tickets to come to Gainesville? Well, everybody has these, like, iPhones. So we're going to have everybody record themselves singing uh, the single, doing whatever they want. And so we got a bunch of our friends to send video clips in. And so you, when it comes out, you people will be pleasantly it's, surprised. It's 45 people shocked. of... of- D list celebrities. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. for two minutes. No, there's a couple A's. A couple A's. Hey, who's an A list celebrity? I'm in it. Um, well done. <laughs> I had to jump up. Dustin Diamond's in it, though. Yeah, CM Punk's in it. But is oh, Dustin Diamond A list celebrity? No. <laughs> no, he's not, but he's a he's great an guy. A- CM Punk's A list celebrity. Yeah, CM Punk is A. CM Punk is A. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that's pretty nice. He stopped by the studio when we were recording it just to kind of like listen to it a little bit. When he was on his break. <laughs> just, he's down to earth dude to be honest with you it's I, i'm not a huge wrestling fan but when you meet someone who is as successful as he is and just, just fucking righteous man just righteous i could see why he exudes <clears throat> that the, the success man of it dude can sell man he can sell yeah, but also hard. that's rough wrestling is like uh it's no shit those guys work hard they tour yeah. a lot much much yeah. respect to yeah. everyone yeah. who yeah, does yeah, yeah. that yeah. much respect to him for holding it together and keeping yeah. it like, man, I'm not going to say keeping it real because that's stupid, but <laughs> He's authentic, keeping, it keeping it authentic. Like it, feel, it feels right and when it's, he's doing it. It's cool because there's a mutual, it's like mutual admiration society, you know, because he respects what we do. We respect what he does. And he's just like a, he's a good friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've heard that like, as well about him that he's actually like a true, it's not a character. Like no, he's no, a true fan. Like, problem. you know, he's a real, he's mm-hmm. the real, the real shit, you know. I mean, not, what you see when he's on his, when he's being CM Punk, the wrestler, like. He's great. The you hilarity know I, mean? I just thought of is that the first time we met both of them, Dustin Diamond and were, CM Punk, the, it was on the same show. show. Yeah, Chicago. Converged together. Yeah. And Dustin Diamond came early. Like, we heard that like he was a fan. He wanted to come to the show. We're like, oh, cool. You see you down there. We told him what time things started or whatever. He, posted, he was like the garage sale people we were talking about earlier. He showed up before doors and was like giddy about meeting us. And he came in and was like, what's up, guys? And then he hung until the end. He was there until like 3 in the morning. We were yeah. hanging out. Now, mind you, we asked a bunch. Of, we probably asked 80 people, you know. And so we got, and we figured if we asked a bunch of people, we'd probably get half back. So we got like 45, so, which was over half. And there's some people that are still like sending me text messages like, oh man, I'm going to, you know, because you're dealing with a bunch of band guys, right? And so band guys are idiots the by worst. nature. And I'm not saying that. Truth. I'm, I'm one, I know. And they're lazy and you get caught up or whatever. <laughs> or, they feel, so, or they're the kind that were like, oh, I feel myself like 16 times already, but dude, I don't have a good one yet. Hold on. I for real I got a text good. message the other night, two nights ago from a lead singer of a certain band who I won't mention, Alkaline Trio. And he said, <laughs> I just, oh, hey, man, I just got your text message about the video that I sent him in September. It's November now. And I was like, 
come on, man, really? <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. I still love you. We're friends. You I'm just not gonna... unblocked you. That was the <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I unblocked JR by mistake. Oh, there's a text. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, there's a text from him. So, yeah. Six, seven. God bless yeah. them. So I just laugh and like, because they're buddies and I know that it's just, it was, it was a, lo- it's a long shot, which is the name of the song. It was a long shot to ask everybody to do something like that, but it was cool to see how many people. The contest actually... capabilities are fantastic. Did it. Too, That'd be you fun. can name everybody in the video or. I mean, there's guys in bands I don't even know in there. You know what I mean? You could release a seven inch. The, the Red City Radio guys knocked out of Park. That's my favorite one. The guys, one? the Red City Radio guys, oh, yeah, they, because they, they, yeah. they, they dressed job. up as Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my god! So yeah, it's I don't like want to give too much away because like we that, haven't seen it yet. But some that's of the ones awesome. that we got were unbelievable. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna I want to see once it's edited. It's going to just be YouTube. Like we're just going. It's going to be viral. It's not. We're not going to sell it or anything. And we're just going to put everything we touch is viral. See what. See what if you know what I'm saying. A lot of cranberry juice on our bus. See if people like it. You know. No UTIs though. <laughs> Miraculous. UTI free for ten days. <laughs> More coffee. Yeah. Where is that coffee? Yeah. I never knew that about the cranberry juice until um, a gentleman. Until you got a UTI. Until you got a urinary tract infection. <laughs> until, 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 a ge- until a gentleman in a band that shall be remain nameless, uh, Motley Crue, <laughs> um, told me he. Was, I was like, well, you're drinking a lot of cranberry and vodka. He went, Yeah, it cleans out the blood. I was like, What? Really? He went, yeah. I'm guessing Tommy Lee. Pretty much, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just a long time. He had some, clo- some cloggage to un- unclog. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun dude. Uh, you know what? I went back Tommy Lee back to, not to go to, totally off topic, but it's like his, everyone like, you know, bust balls on Motley Crue, but his like, it's like his, the joke on him, like remember he was at someone's roast on Comedy Central and all the jokes oh, about Anderson. Tommy Lee. Yeah, it was Pam Anderson. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, obviously, right. Uh, all the jokes were. Yeah, you have a huge cock. Yeah, like oh, that's beat the, the horn for us again. So he's laughing. Yeah, I'm like, dude, so who's laughing? And he's and he, oh, you banged like tons of hot chicks, and your dick's giant. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's always. Like that's why joke. he's always yeah. like. He's yeah. like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. He's like, my life doesn't and? blow that much. Like that's the bad part. Makes yeah. like I mean, a quagmire. Have, right yeah. have you heard the last couple of records he's put out? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah his life's not I've, that I've bad. I've listened to Methods of Mayhem. Yeah, I figured you guys were big Methods of Mayhem. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if that's what he's putting out and he thinks is good, I mean, his life can't be that bad because somebody's paying for it. Somebody's buying it. Yeah, somebody's paying for it. Anyway, so, yeah. enough about it. Yeah, Chris DeMakes has bought all the records. <laughs> Chris is that, that guy. Love, still loves 80s. It's the same with the jokes. He's, going, he's still using he the 80s jokes. And then kicks he's... last night in the back lounge on oh top God. of his lungs. Don't singing. close your eyes. I was like, ugh, yeah, I got to get out of here. I can't do it. Cold Shower, Midnight Dynamite. I'm unfamiliar with that Maryland band. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's I mean, okay. the one that started in 1983. I thought it was all yeah, 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 Cold Steve Whitman, the drummer who became the front man. I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> I can't believe we just pulled out kicks. Yeah. <laughs> with two X's. No, it's just one. No. Nah. Just That's one how much I like, know. Yeah, like, you're like, no, it's just one. It's just one And X, the song right? was called Shower. Yeah. I hate you. The, just ser- like, the, the cereal has just two like the cereal. X's. No, the cereal has one X. No, it doesn't. No. Nothing has two X's. Everybody just leave it alone. Genius. No, Nikki Six has two X's. Oh, that's right. Oh. Comes back he's supposedly a pretty cool guy. Yes. I've heard from several people he's a pretty smart guy. He's a but very I've heard cool he, weave. Yeah, but I've also heard he, he's, <laughs> he listens to he himself talk a lot. You know, yeah. There's that. He, he, he has to stop after he says something to like take it in. Oh God! I am intelligent. So <laughs> Did everybody hear what I just said? <laughs> Wait. Have you heard "Girls, Girls, Girls"? Have you listened to the lyrics? <laughs> you see the song. We name checked a lot of places, then we got in there free. Who's stupid? Yeah, me. that's exactly that's how it works. Brilliant, actually. Yeah. 
So, That's why so, our, our next thing is all hamburger places. Our next song is just, <laughs> hamburger. It's just It's a five guys. It's Burger Shack. And then we're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Burger Shack. Checking the song. How about What's those up? burgers? Wow. <laughs> just mail them. <laughs> mail me a few burgers. I mean, I don't want to go to a strip club. I want to go to the burger place. Yeah. <laughs> this next song is called Shake so the Shack. Beatles were, <laughs> the Beatles were only together nine years. Uh-huh. And then they said, we're stopping. Mm-hmm. And you guys are still going and still touring. And every time I've seen you, somehow people place, know who they are, though. <laughs> no, because no, now they have to it's say Paul McCartney from the Beatles because kids are stupid and they don't know that Paul McCartney. They thought he was, was in the called the Beatles when he it's was true, on. True, yeah. When he did, I forget. It was something, he did, did something that really did maybe MTV. Yeah. I mean, we said the VMAs. Former Wayne, yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had to. They, he did right. He did the VMAs and like kids. I'm reading on Twitter and they're like, "Who's this old dude?" You know yeah. what I mean? Like you fucking idiot. He's you know, seventy. He is. He's an old because man. you don't get. I mean, as old as their grandparents. I didn't get. I didn't kids. discover the Beatles until you know well into my twenties. Just one by parents with a lousy record collection, and me listening to pretty much nothing but Minor Threat. You know, because yeah. you get when your ears aren't that developed, you get yeah, you get bubbled into stuff. Yeah. And then when I got into them, I was like, well, then you get super nerdy. I was like, I only want the UK releases. Uh, yeah. And, you know. See, that's why I can't wait for this next generation that's like 20, like teens and 20s that are listening to EDM right now. Mm-hmm. Someday they're going to be old grandparents and their grandkids are going to watch them dressed up like morons pumping their fists to this crap. And they're going to be like, the oldies suck. Yeah. You know, don't put so on the oldie station, mom. It's like <laughs> I know because I heard no doubt on my oldie station when I was I, home. It's and I was really like, upsetting. Oh, I was just driving. I've, I've been moving and I was mm. driving a van back and forth, and I literally I haven't listened to the radio in a long time because I'm always just plugging my you know my phone in or whatever. And it was classic rock station, and the classic rock. Classic I'm not rock kidding you. Was wait, Enter Sandman. Uh, <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Nirvana, tons of Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, and that's another thing with the stupid kids is they don't know. <laughs> They don't even know Dave Grohl was in, in they don't Nirvana. Know what Nirvana yeah, is. Sure. They're like, oh, the Foo Fighters guy. I was like, you he mean was the drummer the for Queens of the Stone Age? Yeah, and they were, like, yeah, and they were like, what's Nirvana? And I was like, okay, all of you, like, just, yeah, just, just that's where I, well, I got disturbed when people like that are whatever, how old they are now, like twenty one or whatever, weren't born when he killed himself yet. Like, it was like they missed right. that whole they transition that from metal thing. to grunge. Well, and you all know, that this, stuff. that's the whole generation. My best friend, he's twenty eight, and yeah. he doesn't know what the Berlin Wall was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's and that's he's almost thirty years old, and that's like a real thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And I so, thought that was interesting. Cultural. I lived over in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Germany, and I remember when the when um when the wall was up, and then when it came down, I was talking to a friend of mine who was studying, getting like his master's in history, and he went, historically, that's no time, like for that wall. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Historically, yeah. it's nothing. So in the grand scheme, it's a blip. Yeah. you know that that great wall. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Pretty good wall. It's pretty good. <laughs> a great wall. Uh, yeah, he went to China after one of our tours. Vinny, and uh, did you text me or call me? No, I, I called. I called. Those guys went home from Japan. Those guys went back home. I went over to China and just kind of go around and, and do some uh, vacation stuff. Check out the, the whisk eating. Check out the whisk factory. I was looking for an ancient Chinese secret and I couldn't find it, right? You've way never heard of it. it. Way to bring it you back around. It I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm, gonna <keep> <laughs> I'm just I, waiting for my moment. Here's the thing. I get to the Berlin Wall and Berlin Wall, get to the Great Wall of China and I go like six, you know, like, I don't even know. It was probably three miles one way, right? And I'm sitting there middle of nowhere and i look at my phone and it's full bars i went who am i gonna call <laughs> and i call buddy he's like hey dude doesn't, it doesn't I, matter that it's four in the morning we just got back from japan and i'm completely jet lagged hey dude hey. i'm on the great wall of china right yeah. now <laughs> my phone works i can't believe it i was like who is this <laughs>
It was awesome. DC hey, Mongol Raiders. No, it's still working. Yeah. Buddy, it's still 4 a.m. here. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Pretty much what I said. This wall's massive. Good to know, okay. bro. I just yeah. got lapped by an old woman. This old woman's just pounding these the, the, incline, the incline on the wall is insane, right? So I'm like going up there and I'm so out of shape. I'm like, I'm dying. Yeah. And then just old women just like lapping me, like passing me. I was just like chugging green tea. Going on. <laughs> Poking <laughs> you with their cane. <laughs> I got pushed out of the way by an old woman in China. Like straight up, like hands on, like pushed. It's like, what's going on? This is like, crazy. Took the American flag, burned it, threw it at you. <laughs> this is your yawns. Yeah, she's throwing money at you. Oh, I'm sure you need some of this, America. <laughs> Default on your loan, America. There you go. We're bathing in money now. Oh, is that That's food? Smart. Just throw it away. Just right. throw some of that food out. Have you guys ever played over there? I know it's no, hard. No, to I would. I would love to. I would love to though. A couple places that I'd want to go: China, uh, Russia. Still haven't been to Russia. Brooklyn. I'd love to go to South Africa. <laughs> oh, wait, was on my list. You, wait, you have or no? I would love to go to South Africa. Those are like the three places that on the list of places I'm, that and there are the ones that we've had offers for too but it keeps being something keeps going wrong every time like yeah the one time we got the russian one it was too we had already booked our flights and it was too late to, like if we changed it it was going to be too expensive and it wasn't going to work out and we we're like man we could have gone to russia but it was also january or something we were like maybe that's not a good idea how does that work because it's usually you know costs a lot to get you over there to play it and and you guys are uh what's that term that other bands aren't smart you know how to handle yourselves um is that is that it it's like to book a tour to do all these places we've never played would be X as long of as we're not for a place that we've never played. The way that we have always approached it is as long as we aren't losing our asses totally. Like if you lose a grand or two to go play a new market, that's not bad because you can make that up somewhere else. But if it's like a ten thousand dollar loss or something like that, which a lot of bands do and they don't think twice about it. You know, that's just not where we're at. And we were stupid once, too. There were a couple times where we did things wrong, especially these days, too, with, like, getting your gear over and stuff is expensive. Like, when, you, when you're flying or anything, we bring bare minimum, and we're, like, gold Delta members now, so everything's free. So yeah. There was a time, remember, the one, the one tour, was I think we were on our way back from Japan. Or we did, like, we Japan, London or something. We were on our way home, and we got... Host. And we had way too much stuff with us because we, we were novices, and we were bringing way too much gear. We're just like, yeah, we can fly around the world with all this stuff, Right. And they were tr- they tried to charge. It started at like fourteen grand. They wanted to charge us or something. It started for, at fourteen for, grand. For just went to eleven piece. grand. And then we got them down to eleven. I think we ended up down to seven or something. It was, it was still grand. some exorbitant amount of money that we paid for baggage fees. Oh, we were like, this is bullshit. I love that bartering was allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what made it even weirder because then they're like, you, know, you get the guy with the red jacket to come over and he can hit him a couple more buttons and all of a sudden it's we less. need the it's yellow like jacket just over here. Throwing money. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, I guess it's. Uh, it looks like it's about. Uh, you I mean, know, forty thousand dollars. Kind of a live and learn. <laughs> what will you pay? <laughs> how much you got in that wallet? <laughs> it's live and learn. You figure out. How, what the guy with no chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need a male stripper over here, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like pushing male assist with his nipples. on two. Aww. Thanks. Have you, have, you, have you guys done Alaska and Hawaii? Because those are we, we Hawaii. Just, we, we just, just did. Just went to Hawaii. We're just in Honolulu. First. We have never played Alaska though. No, I would no. love to go there. Alaska and um, we were discussing this the other day. Alaska and Mississippi, I think, are the last two states that we have to play. Yeah, we still need to play Mississippi. What's that? Oh, Delaware, too. Do we ever play Delaware? Oh, Delaware. Yeah, yeah. we need Delaware. So three states, there. but Delaware doesn't count. That's just like the armpit of it's part Maryland. of the state. It's a blip. It's not just a city now. It's like, <laughs> I was just going to say, is Delaware a state? Delaware City. Delaware is surprisingly. <laughs> I, just turn, I just turned it into a big city. Yeah, Surpri- yeah. Delaware is surprisingly long. Like, it's. it's uh, the authority on the <laughs> What's his number? No, my yeah. cousin is <laughs> It's at least seven <laughs> inches. Five, five, five. I heard Delaware was just shy of nine. <laughs> That's Roger. Virginia is actually not a state. Virginia is a commonwealth. Yeah, you're right. That's right. 
So racist. Yep. You're from See that it. Commonwealth, aren't you? I well, the northern part, which is completely different than the southern oh, yeah. part. That's uh, a big old deal. Yep. You go to Northern Virginia, and then you know it's you're kind of like Korea. <laughs> exactly like Korea. It's just like just Korea and Delaware. Less, and now comes the forced labor camp part. Of the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just DMZ. Up. That's all right. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about forced labor and basketball. This Have you is done what Korea? we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, Dennis no. Yeah. no. Just the only North place Korea. that we played in Asia, I guess. We're just riding nuclear it. missiles in. Japan. <laughs> yeah. Japan's the only. Japan's really the only place yeah. we've been over there because <clears throat> over there like nine times. No? Yeah, we've been to Japan lot, quite a few nine, times. Ten times. I've we did one been. tour where we did. I don't remember which was first, but we were at Pearl Harbor and went to the memorial there, and then we were in Hiroshima. No, it's, and yeah, we did Hiroshima. Was, we did Hiroshima first. Yeah. That was the perspective. That, that was it. it was, was it was wild? It was man. shockingly perspective. It's wild. And like being in Hiroshima is weird. Like you're an American walking around in there, you feel like everyone's giving you the. The you were the eye. that the, like that Truman wrote. He was like, "Surrender now or face total annihilation." Like those are the words who were. <laughs> yeah, he went, you're bluffing. It's crazy yeah, like, though. Like when you go to the when you're in Hiroshima and you go into they call it the Peace Museum, right? And you walk in because it's right where you know pretty much the epicenter of the bomb. And you walk in and there's like a scaled model of what Hiroshima looked like before the bomb and then after the bomb, and you're just like, it makes you feel sick. You know what I mean? It's like and then the, it's just the aftermath, too, because that went on for like 50 yeah, the years. Of radio, like the that. radiation damage yeah. stuff. They were just showing pictures of just like people with deformed, like the, yeah, all yeah. the kind of stuff, like pregnant and pregnant women during that were like. And it's also yeah. crazy, like generation Godzilla speaking, came because like our interpreter. That is where Godzilla came from. The, Actually, Godzilla is probably going to arise out of the ocean momentarily from the Fukushima spill like that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like that's really going to happen. There's going to be Mothra like yeah. coming at us. Godzilla's oh, yeah. Real. And it's all, you know what? And that whole thing now, what's happening over there, it was all just like lies because at first the. Japanese government was like, there's no problem. There's no problem. Well, there's a tiny problem. Yeah. Well, maybe the tiny problem is a little <laughs> well, bit bigger than the company didn't want to get the know. government involved first. They were like, no, we can handle this. And then like two years later, like, well, we can't really handle this. Yeah. <laughs> we blew it. Help. You know, we, when we were over there, our, our friend that traveled with us, he was like, well, their idea now is to have like a 13 13- foot thick ice wall to like you know keep the the radiated water to encase and, the radiation well that's what basically. they're doing to, until they can actually build the real like they were going to try and just freeze leak. it so it can't leak through. but i mean it's still i mean that's there's crystal and there's still paths through that i mean and we went to we played in the city where the tsunami hit oh, sendai oh you know and it's we'd been there before you know but like we landed at the airport and you see the water marks on what the, the water line is insane you know and you could go and you could see <clears throat> right where we were where the the wave hit and as we were pulling out of the airport like, actually remember katsu pulled it up like a youtube clue he's like yeah let's look at you know we saw like the you know the live footage of when it was hitting the airport that we were pulling away from we're like let's get out of here <laughs> like we were looking at the yeah. little screen of it and i was like we've got to get out of here yeah when you go to Japan, do you go straight from the states, or do you do like an Australian tour and then piggyback up? Or no, we this time around we just went right over to Japan and then well, we, we did, did Hawaii from Hawaii. Japan to Hawaii. It's a nice flight breaker breaks it up a little Is bit. This the first Hawaiian show? Or? No, no we've been there. fourth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You ever go to like Hawaii and do a Hawaiian show and be like, you know what? I think we're just going to stay. Like that's what happens. Oh, well, I mean. we, we, we've done that a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he just I did, did this actually. time. I stayed there for like stayed another for whole week. week. Yeah, I love Hawaii. I, I went like, if, you know, like, when I went for my honeymoon, I don't know if you had the same experience, but I asked everyone that worked sex? there. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Why, how did you guys get here? And they're like, we came and we're like, yeah, this place is way better than like where I live. I'm gonna stay here. Like, and they just people just stay there. Yeah. It's Cab weird driver, for us though because I was a CEO. <laughs> yeah. It's weird for us because we're from Florida too, though. And it's, I mean, it's different. Don't get me wrong, but it's still like weather wise and stuff. It's very similar. very similar, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I was we there, could I was be like, in Fort Lauderdale right now. That's right. <laughs> that's why I said I love Fort Lauderdale too, though. <laughs> it's like Fort Lauderdale here. But Florida is like a whole bunch of different states in one big wang shaped. 
Yep, peninsula. Pissing on Cuba. Delicious wang-shaped state. Because you're like, I'm from Florida, where Tampa. One, no, you're from Tampa. There's a difference. Do people from Tampa call themselves tampons? Do they really? No, that's what I'm asking. Tampons. 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 Pronounced tampons. We have a lot of strip clubs and also the sponge capital of the world. Irony. Tarpon Springs. I dove for sponges there. Did you really? Yeah. He's from that area, Vinny. I'm not joking. Are you making that up? Dove for sponges? I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) I dove. Hey, I dove for sponges in Tarpon Springs. There it is. Okay. For kicks or like you were working? Oh, for kicks. Okay. He used to be a marine biologist. I put my square pants on and then I dove. Head first. He lives in the pineapple under the sea. There's some area in Florida around there where they shot the old Tarzan TV show. And the oh, story, oh, oh. that's that's <laughs> the one. That's the Tarzan. No, but Glenn, you, uh, it wasn't a bad smaller Tarzan. Or something. It wasn't a bad Tarzan. If you're in Gainesville, you can drive to Micanopy, and that's the place where Doc Hollywood was filmed. It's like a small there, old There's, town, there's a, right? a few cool, weird, like, things. There's Casadega, which is right outside of Orlando, and that's the mystic capital of the world where it's a bunch of gypsies moved in, but it's also a, a bit Gotta witchy the in there as well. Thing. So it's a town that's just based on... And was founded by mystics. So by the gypsies, yeah. Go there, right? And then there's Pleasantville for real, right? And that's right outside of Sarasota, Florida. And that was the home of all of the Ringling workers. So the eight foot guy and the little, you know, the three foot woman and the hair thing, everything. That was a town that was just basically it was a post office there, and that's it, you know. But all around that, Ringling bought that town when it was there, and that's where. They would go off season. So those towns still exist, though. You know, you can go there. It's wild. The thing I heard was they shot Tarzan. Like, you know, it's, it's a jungle, you know. It's like it's where, a jungle where, out there. Where the, where the, the, like the, the Everglades? Spring, the springs were. That I've heard oh, Silver Springs. Silver, Silver Springs. Springs. Yes. There it is. But they, That's, they had all these monkeys that they would use, you know, set dressing, but real monkeys. But when they wrapped up shooting, they just left yeah, them there. Yes, and they got released into the wild, and they're just, like, in the wild there. It's, I totally heard that recently, too. That's so weird. Because Silver Springs is actually... I don't know if it's closing all the way because I, I was looking to go there or whatever. And there's certain days that it's still open for some things. So they they stop the glass bottom boat or the, that's all they do is a glass bottom boat or right. something. But all the other stuff is not going on anymore. So they have the and then I think they're going to make it a national park or something. Like Makes the, sense to me. Yeah, but like the people that are running it as a like theme park, it's like over maybe. So they had the 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 mermaids. You can watch the woman. Like that's yeah, there's like a whole like water like ski wiki, shows, wiki watchy, wiki watchy, yeah. which is pretty one. rad. I have some actual old memorabilia. Cypress from Gardens that place. too. Yeah, really? yeah, and it's it's pretty rad. I think that was like an awesome idea that they. I think they still it's still around. Right? <clears throat> they still do it. Yeah. yeah. Also, the best tiki bar in existence is the Mai Kai in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but no, it is, no. no but I have started a tiki mug collection. I recently. have a huge tiki mug collection. Mine's not so huge yet. Be a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm nerdy, really we'll, nerdy with it. We'll have the tiki cast. You guys, kiss them. After this yeah, <laughs> kiss it out. We're, we're gonna make it. Let's we're gonna make we'll make out. Yeah. Show me your Two tiki, minutes. and I'll show Buddy, you. Buddy, you go kiss them. We'll stay here and masturbate. <laughs> uh, the second drink portion of the podcast has begun. Yeah. Um, Sponsored by Charmin <laughs> <laughs> and Ritz, Ritz. crackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's over. We gotta get out. Here. Yeah, so here we go. <laughs> Where do you go? I've made that amazing. joke so many times. People are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, then you just don't. <laughs> um, uh, are you guys doing Warped? Um, we're going to start a uh, 
Black Flag cover band. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. and do it. we're going to go on a warp tour. We're going to just call ourselves we're just gonna call Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> and there's already a flag. It. There's already a black. Jay flag. Bentley from Bad Religion is going to play bass, and uh, we're going to get Fat Mike to sing. It's going to be great. Flack Black. Uh, no, we're not going to do warp tour. Okay, I don't think. I think you can shut the door on that. I think you're fine. We, we have we, done we, that we, tour we, a couple we, times. We had, anybody, we had talked about it yes, actually on the store. We talked about it, and I spoke to Kevin and. Like the offer came in, but it's, I think about Warp Tour for less than Jake, it's either we're all in on it or we're not doing it. Like doing yeah. a week on it, it just doesn't, doesn't feel. Mm-hmm. It's like putting one do, leg of your you know? jeans on and walking around all day. I mean, we've given, we've given the, the tour love, the tour's Something given like us love, you know, it's oh, like, yeah, it's great. and it's a good summer and it's an easy summer for us because we've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that Chris keeps on saying the ship is sailed. The ship is sailed. Let's just like bow out. Let young bands yeah, do like, it. When do you bow? We don't have to do it, which is a good point. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe maybe that's the the case, or maybe if he gives us a lot more for money. a while, there was like two tours. <laughs> it was two tours in one. You know, we've talked about that the the dividing line. Yeah. you know, between which was so much fun. Um, and I, as we talked about, the only ambassador that I knew of was Pete Jr. Here who could equally back and forth between and we still can and we still do you know what i mean but that's like that's who we are that's our band you know what i mean but like other bands like older bands they don't want to do that stuff they don't want to be a part of it or whatever we always we don't care we just talk about doing like like not an older warp tour but you know like see the thing is with people we we talk about this too just when we go out on tour we are all in our (laughs) as you get older you know you have children you have job Mm -hmm. You have mortgage bills to pay, and so you can't go out to two to three shows a week like me, like you did when you were in your twenties and you had a, you know, extra income and whatever. You lived in an apartment, just hanging out or whatever. So that kind of happens to us. Like people our age, we're not going to the Warp Tour. You know what I mean? Like even if it's something that we might want to go to, and like you know, we're not supposed to go to the Warp Tour. It's supposed to be for like. 14 kids, year fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. Whenever you go, you just go hang backstage with friends. Yeah, I mean, it's, see, it's more yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. out if I can't get backstage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bring people champagne and donuts, and we hang out, and that's oh, yeah. it. You know, it's fun. You know, it, it's to do warp tour. You meet kids that are eighteen and nineteen that are in successful bands that are like, when I was twelve, first show I, I listened to this, or you guys were my first show, or my first Circle Pit, or this or that. And it's really, it's really cool to hear, and it, and it kind of lends itself to us blending in a little bit more. Because I don't care if you if you play drop D metal with some you know weird EDM thing mixed into it, and you have a bunch of this and that, or you wear makeup or whatever the case. I don't you. care. Music's music. If you're passionate about it, I'm okay with that. There's other people that are a bit older that don't share that that sort of headspace. Cool. But to go back with what you're saying, like you can't really have that like. You know, no effects, rancid, Pennywise, less than Jake. We and then we do this thing and move it forward. So late in the game mm-hmm. for that, yeah. and to start from the ground up costs so much money because each one of our bands it costs want- X amount of money for us to leave our house, yeah. and that's yeah. the bottom line. When you set up your tours now, do you do it since you know uh, some of y'all do have families, and you know, do you do? Couple weeks here, couple weeks home. Man, we're we, the way that we do it now. We've been doing it like two weeks at a time. Like this particular tour is the longest tour we've done in two years. That's like five, five week weeks. Tour. Um, Since the last Warped Tour around, that was the longest. The yeah. <clears throat> 2011 Warped Tour was like you know eight week tour, and then we came home and they had babies immediately after, and then 
we've basically been doing two just weeks. Just do like time. two weeks here, two weeks there. Like I week. so smart. Like a month of weekend shows kind of thing. You know. I, really, I just think that just makes sense and keeps you sane. Well, and, there was know. bands. But now we've gotten bands, used to that too. Now know, we're on this tour and we're a weekend. And it's there like, were other this bands is a five-week tour. It's going to be my yeah, back's like, you're doing what now? Like Dropkick Murphys. That was one of the first bands we ever saw toured like that because they had families too like kenny and al they had kids and yep. so they would go and they'd go two weeks in europe and they'd come home and then they go two weeks in the west coast and come home and like it's hard it's to, like a no effects move too, you know and then no effects started doing kind of a similar thing you know and as you get older too that's part of it like yeah, but, i can't beat you know, my body up anymore like that you know, uh, you know this time around <laughs> though it's a new record so you have it's you have to come out of the gate and you have to go okay yeah. new record means Four we're months. touring the entire thing. Yeah, you know, we have to do the whole thing, and it's going to be a busy year. So it's a balance of family, <clears throat> it's a balance of the band, and the last two years we've been doing a, a fairly good job of that. I think that you know you have to sacrifice. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the band a little bit, and then sometimes you have to sacrifice family a little bit, and that's just the balance that you have to have and where we're at as a band. But currently. we're good. How, how old is your kid now? Two, two years, three months. That's just got to be a, a nice heart-wrenching moment <laughs> uh you know when i was getting ready when i was leaving for japan she had a meltdown like i was referring to you because oh, i know yeah. as a dad myself well you know for for me it, it's uh every day you know my wife sends pictures and like what's going on and uh, there's part of me that's like yeah like that's the best part of me is at home currently mm-hmm. and the telling through you know, her technology too seems to make like roger he's always like he does once a day he facetimes with yep. his wife i don't do so, that it makes know. it much better we've I mean, done that with like yeah. you know if it just pushes out it's that touring. like interaction it makes it di- like you know 10 years ago you, you you wouldn't be able to do stuff like that it's pay phones or you know phone time or whatever now it's I, I, obviously the kids look it doesn't t- it doesn't make it any easier you know yeah. but you know it gives you a little bit of but a it's that this methodology of you know it's uh uh, someone much smarter than me said this. It's, you know, when you're on the plane, you know, you have to put the oxygen on you to take care of them. Yeah. It's like, do you mm-hmm. first, you know? Because, you know, it's, you have a great gig, but it's a gig. Yeah. You know? And they, you know, probably want to eat. No. <laughs> they, 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 they like eating. Yeah, eating is. They eat a lot. I've learned this. Yes. And then they poop it out. Mm-hmm. That, they, that, well, most people do. You don't? Um, yeah, no, I've been, keep, I've been holding it. <laughs> For like this years. whole interview, <laughs> wow! Yeah. See, I'm saving it for intensity. We do that on the stage sometimes. Like if you if you got to poop before the show, like it's like no, hold it for intensity, man. Yeah, no. penguin your way, <laughs> penguin your way across the that. stage. Now it's a lot of metamucil. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! But now I think you probably have touring down. Yeah, you're working we, on we've it. We've done a few. Mm-hmm. It's not our oh, first no, rodeo. We, we have. There, there's a, touring is a. a an odd beast man because at a certain point you go okay you you basically go through the paces for 23 hours or 22 and a half hours to do that hour hour and a half that blast of like crazy energy you know what i mean so i could balance that 20 whatever hour because it's just downtime and you're kind of getting your head in it do that it's that hour and a half now that you wrestle with and just like you know too fast too crazy i'm just trying to hold back because we have five week tour and it's it's definitely a a thing that it's it's a learning process. It's weird even too, after twenty one years, man, touring changed stage. a lot in twenty one years too. And so when you're like, you know, you have touring down, and while you were just answering, I was thinking about that, and it's weird how much it's changed that it actually affects how you plan for a tour or whatever. Like, you know, I used to have to like get CDs together or whatever and put them in a little booklet and pick out which ones I was gonna bring and take them out of the stupid case. And now it's like, okay, I just bring this my phone and my camera and all that stuff is one thing with one charger and. 
all that stuff gets you places to like, oh, I've got a map right here now. It's like we used to have like the Rand McNally and argue in the back of the van and all that stuff. And right. like Torrance changed a lot f- for us throughout the t- like because we rode this weird technology. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, you toured it, with probably Sans cell phones for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had, we had this thing called the dialer, dialer, which was awesome. It was like this thing you got at Radio Shack that was for storing numbers. It was the tone of the number, so like people that couldn't remember numbers, you know, you just push the name or whatever, and then it would like make the the tone of the number for, and the phone would pick it up and be able to know what that was mm-hmm. but it also if you put another little chip in it from radio that you could get at radio shack <laughs> as well it would emit the the tone of a quarter being put in so you go like to a pay phone quarter, goes, and just hold it up and it just sounds like it tricks the pay so phone go, into yeah. a quarter that's so you being go to like the long it. distance like whatever thing like the 1-800 number and then the operator would like put it in a quarter and you put you know you do the beep thing a bunch of times and then it would just be like put in more quarters so like at some point though on the call you'd get mm-hmm. a real operator and she'd be like Sir, you're going to have to deposit a quarter. And you do the thing, and they're like, Sir, you're going to have to deposit a real quarter. And then you, <laughs> so it kind of sucks. And then you have to hang up, and then you just go through the process yeah. again, and it wouldn't be an operator. The best bands usually tended to be the best thieves. I hate to say it. Like the ones that were just a little bit. You had to figure a way figure around out a way the that box. you could save a couple of bucks here and there and there and there so you can get to that next spot. You, you know? know, think outside the van. We, we now did. it's easy. Band kids, you know. I, I, I don't, don't want like, to sound like old, you know about. what I mean? But it's like, it's easy now because you could just, like, we, we just got here. We came out of the subway. We're like, which way are we going? Everybody pulled out their phones. Boop, boop. Oh, we're walking this way. Like, yeah, but isn't that cool yeah. that you can adapt to that technology? Yeah, that's like yeah, what I was no, saying. Is that now touring is like, you have to adapt as we go and, and learn how to tour anew every time, you know? And, but, but if no, I lost my phone, like, I, like yesterday, I, my phone shit the bed. If I lost my phone, we still know how to we exist. We still figure yeah. it out. Yeah, but also I mean? think about it, like back to dumb shitty kids. Like they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they actually back. don't have to know anything anymore. I like know. remember, remember when you had calculator to, like, too. The no. calculator on your phone. Stuff? Now. People yeah. don't know how to do math. People go like, I don't know. Oh, what? What are you talking about? Oh, what country is that? Hold on. And yeah. they like, oh. and, and then they just kind of know it. So it's weird because it's a, it's a little of both though because they know a lot more because they have the ability to learn that. Have you seen the movie Idiocracy yet? Yes. Oh God, you got to watch it. It's great. It's and, hilarious, but, it, but it's it's scary. amplified. It's really what's going on yeah. right Mike now? Judge. It's it's, it's yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy. It's so it's, brilliant. And, and it's, he's his character. He actually has like a cameo in it. Or he's hilarious. In that. He's, he's the, the he's the he's the, he's the army the guy that, that oh, turned shit. at the yeah. beginning of the thing where he's going through the whole thing. He's like pimping. <laughs> yeah. That's him. No squares? idea that was him. Yeah. Holy Keep shit. my pimp hands strong. That guy. That's <laughs> yeah. my chance. It's a movie. And then um, at one point in the movie, it made fun of Fox News. And so then 20th the Century Fox. The life of a pimp is different than that of a square. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts his speech. Then he goes on all the pictures of him really, and upgrade. Really good. It's oh, amazing. Get back on subject. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the life of a pimp is different than that of a baiting. square. Touring is something. Baiting. Touring is yeah, something. Go away, biting. We do. <laughs> we're lucky to be able to do it. Physically, we're lucky that we're able to still do it. And we'll just keep doing it. What gets you through it, though? Like, I mean, what do you... Viagra. Somebody asked me this the other day. Yeah. Like, what do you do for that downtime? Yeah, like, what gets you through, yeah. It's around the tum-tum. Coffee and camaraderie. You know, it's like, we're there, and we all just, we get along. The chemistry of the people that you're with, it makes or breaks a band. Yeah. And then you add the passion about making music and being creative. And Les and Jake's been lucky enough so far, you know, it's like, I have five brothers, you know, we're five brothers. I have four other brothers that are amazing and we have passion for music. Of course, there's the ups and downs of that, man. You don't agree and then you agree and then you have to talk about it. And I, I say this a lot, but it's like a constant AA meeting where we all have to sit around and each one of us has a specific idea and wants to have our voice. So everyone's like, well, 
upon your idea, I want to add to this. Yeah, uh, now it's like <laughs> the democracy. Like sometimes it would be easier if it was just one person running the yeah. band because like it's the email chain sometimes is retarded enough yeah. to bring the technology. But it used to just be like phone calls or conference call, like the conference calls. I think in the past we're we're, thir- we're thirty like emails into into just trying to decide what if we're color gonna, is like, the confetti going to be yeah, for exactly. the stage show? You know, <laughs> yeah. yellow or white? It's great. What do you want? Do we bring Tic Tacs or florets? You know. All right, we got the T-shirt cannon. Uh, do you think there's more thought put into that than the songs? And I mean that in a very funny mm, way. You know what? There's more discussion, yeah, I think, about is. it just because of, you know, when you run your own business, it's hard to call a band a business. But when you, it is a business, and so if you don't look at it that way, then you will screw yourself. So if you don't look at your bottom line, and so you have to, like, price things out, and you have to get bids and whatever, and then, like, when people look at it, it's always just the... How much money you're spending. And then you balance the personal agenda versus the business agenda. And then you keep on doing that. It's it's an interesting thing. But every one of us, you know, there's five distinct opinions in the band. There's not a lot of just like, whatever, just do whatever you want. Yeah. But the thing is, too. Everyone always has to add their two to 17 cents every every topic. I mean, and then like sometimes, like Vinny said, like sometimes the idea comes and then they add their ideas on it. And then it just becomes this. Sometimes it becomes this mess. But then sometimes it becomes this great thing. You know what I mean? Well, well, sometimes it's it's just not even you can't. It's a a good idea and it's bulletproof. So it just passes by the filter of everyone. It's like, poof. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, that was easy. I thought we were going to have a. You that's know, like we one conversation on that. That's, that's what like it takes a long time too. The, the, the going back and forth like makes like you know something makes that should have been a five minute thing yeah. turn into like a week. We say half the battle to you know keeping a band successful is don't break up. Yeah, yeah don't lose your no no account. no. You're supposed to break up apparently because then but you can oh, yeah, get the reunion money. That's where Man, we failed. We haven't done the breakup, so we can't do the reunion. That's why I keep Jay Bentley for Bad Religion and I have a joke. Between the two of us, where I'm just like, when you guys do your last tour, we're going to do our last tour, too. So we'll do it together. We'll call it the final tour. And then the next month, we have the reunion the tour. tour. We'll, all just all go, we'll go together, yeah. and this will be great. Because going out of business is just a sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> truth. It's fire sale. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain band that's going through their final tour right now. And, like, they're Meth- like, this Methods is of Mayhem. It. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to mention the band because it's not worth it. But they're going through their final tour, you know, and like one of the members was recently quoted and saying, yeah, well, you know, we may get back together maybe in a year. So then why are you calling it your final tour? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you just, what are you doing? Gotta sell those tickets. You know, you're trying so to sell marketing. Sell idea, you know? Some bands, it is the best thing they could do. Yeah. Breaking up is a marketing tool now. Yep. Awesome. It is. Mm. It's weird. It used, breaking up used to be hard to do. Now breaking up is a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as catchy. Yeah. No. I think it's it almost coming. rhymes. It's a soft rhyme. Or they, they say this other word. There's another word. Uh, it's called hiatus. Mm-hmm. And apparently this means <laughs> that you didn't really break up, but you're not really a band anymore. So it means you you're, allowed to, you're allowed to fuck other bands, that means. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. just it, means it, it, it worked for yeah. Blink. Yeah. yeah. That means basically you yeah. can start some bad, some, <clears throat> some mediocre Did not work for side projects. No. Worked for Fall Out Boy? Worked for Fall Out Boy. Mm-hmm. But they put out a really good record. Yeah, they, I mean, they that's, did it that's a given, actually. Yeah. And it's also about how long, amazing, how long you make people so wait. Like you know, like they didn't wait too, too long to come back. Yeah, they, they, no, the timing look, was right. The timing you know, was those perfect guys, on that, too, I thought, yeah. You know, and timing I don't want to turn great. this into a, a discussion about them, but they are smart. <clears throat> those kids are smart kids. We've known them for a long time, and they do things Those kids the aren't right kids way. anymore. But here's the thing, though. It's And we just said it in brief, but, dude, Patrick Stump... That uh, he, that man now, yes. right, is very, very, boy. very 
talented. His voice is and a one one of, of the best one of the best songs. modern rock voices currently oh, right amazing. now, hands down. And you know, and Peter's a pretty smart kid too. You know great, I mean? great at marketing. Always, oh. always self-aware. Oh. The thing I always loved about Fall Out Boy is the fact that how self-aware they were, and they used it to their advantage, and they had the talent to back it up. And when you combine that, that's a perfect storm, man. If you have that self-awareness and you have the talent to go with it, and the eyeliner. Well, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the, the, the sexiness that goes with self-awareness, buddy. the first guest we ever had on this podcast, and it's just hilarious. It's, it's, awesome. it's like you're saying. It's like they know who they are. Yeah. They know what they're doing. And Absolutely. that's half the battle. I mean, you guys also have that. And they're really smart yeah. musicians, too. Like, yeah, we know who the, we are. Right? We, we, know, we know how to use our faults <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, for us. Yeah, there we're it is. We're still doing it. There's a lot of bands who don't. It's truth. We're it's doing truth, it, man. Doing it, doing it well. But here, here's the weird thing is that I don't understand if you're a band that's at 20 years or 21, 25, and you're still a band, I, I don't understand when you can just kind of give up and you know throw the white flag up and go, we're not going to record any more music. It's just going to be a legacy act, and that's all we're – we're just going to play the hits, and that's all we're going to do. And I don't, I don't understand that. I – I just can't get my head around That's it. A fear and of we have friends. We have friends that are in bands that yeah, have been they're like, and if just we put out a new record, people won't like it, and then they think boring. it's too much of a risk. They yeah. think that the state it's fair money is a lot of money. We've been there. Oh yeah, yeah. we played state fair too. Yeah. 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 I have no problem fairs. doing that, but it, there is a lot of money. And when you go into that, people want to hear Johnny Quest, and yeah. they want to hear and those songs from us. And you go, "That's cool," but what about these other songs and that it's we're not doing? What we're, it's not that we're not going to play those songs. Look at our new babies. Play those songs. But, you know, 10 years ago when Anthem came out, those were new songs to everybody and they didn't know any, they didn't no. know them. And now if we didn't play the science of selling yourself short every night, they would be bummed because that's one of our songs, you know. Yeah, I love that when we were coming up. It was like after a losing streak when Rockview came out, everyone was like, I hate this record. It's terrible. Whatever. And then you give it like a couple of years and people were, that's basically what you just said. Like yeah. it happened for every record though. Even losing streak when that came out because we, we got to Capitol Records, we we're on a major label and people were like, there's nothing like Pezco or whatever. And but it's hard to, it's hard to it becomes your quintessential record later. That's not in a band that it's just a, this is a photograph. It's like a picture of you. When you remember <clears> when you were in eighth grade and your mom took that picture of you before you went to the eighth grade dance like, and you mom. had that horrible haircut and your braces and you look at it and you're like, like oh, parachute oh, pants. God. I'm pretty Spider-Man sure I, I may have had Cavaricis on. Do you remember those? Pants? Oh, yeah. Cavaricis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the Z Cavaricis yeah. on. I think I was Everybody still wearing did. tough skins. I was in Capizio shoes, parachute see, that's pants. that's the whole thing. Nice. Anybody wearing mesh good. in this that, situation? I, I was wearing a mesh shirt with those pants. Maybe had some mesh yeah. sleeves. Yeah. I was in my 20s wearing mesh. Didn't really understand what was going on. I, you must I have think been I had the sunglasses too that had like the weird yeah. sides to it, like the, the leather side to it. It was like black, but then it had like leather thing. You remember mm-hmm. skids? You remember those pants? They were I giant. I remember, they were I remember like skid giant marks. Pajama <laughs> pants. Yeah, I've tried skids to Skids were like giant pajama yeah. pants that we used to wear to like. Were jams? Were, were jams just a jam- Florida thing? Where it was like no, jams were jams. I had jams. The girls like, would all wear like jam skirts to, to class. And the <laughs> dude, this was like seventh or eighth grade. The dudes would run behind them and unvelcro it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to. <laughs> it's hard to like. <laughs> you wouldn't go out and That's buy a pair of jeans. Yeah, exactly. It was okay back then. And put those on. You wouldn't go out and buy a pair of Z Cavariches. That was just would. Boys will be boys. I know it's it's hard yeah. to be able to and try to explain like when people are like, well, why doesn't it sound like whatever? Well, dude, I'm not 20 years old anymore. Right. I'm f- almost, you know. We come so at, it's different. I mean, you know? on this tour, first song is the first song off our new record. And it's not even out yet. And we go do it. And it's slightly it's chilly, chilly reception. But you well, have people to don't do know that. Yet, so you see them. Though, but the, it's, I wouldn't call it chilly. What would you call it then, buddy? 
tepid. <laughs> it's like a, well, it's like the then, bath once you've been in the bath for a while, and then it's like you're, you're, it's still warm, but your body's gotten used to it, and you're kind of like, I don't know. You're just sitting in a tepid pool of your own filth. Yeah, that's what, that's what it's like being on stage for the first song. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Look that. at our filth surrounding us. I asked you guys years ago, what, when you have a new record out, what's the magic number of new songs to play? 17. <laughs> Three. Yeah, Chris. Chris actually wanted to go crazy with it. Chris wanted to play seven or something. He was. We should. We should just play like I seven would almost, new songs. You know what? I would almost. Because then you'd be guided by voices. I would almost say yeah, like you, can't, we you just do, can't do that. We were talking about this the other day because we, you know, every day we. Soundtrack. Depends on how long your set is. I, we always say maybe we could. I, I always feel like we could put we could four new four songs. We could put four new songs in a set, and it wouldn't be weird to us as long as everything else that we played was like super familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where people are they can't bitch. They're going to bitch anyways. But I mean, like you know. But we're going to open good. with "Look What Happened" and close with "Look What Happened." Three is good, and you kind of try to space it out so when they go to the bar, you know. Laugh at that. And I think reset. You've done actual, You've good. done legitimate encores. N- no, but we've been on tour with bands, uh, radio shows. Let's say the New Radicals comes to mind off the top. Tommy Two Tone also Tommy did, did start with a hit. Five three zero, not Jenny, and with a hit. Same song. I think I w- it was brilliant because I went out I and played on it the second do time. That with, I want to be your dog three times. That's amazing. Three times I saw it, they did it. And the third time, all they did change was they brought out the sax player, who's a full-on member of the Stooges, but only plays on a few songs. The one time I saw Faith No More, right, they opened with Easy Like Sunday Morning, oh, yeah. and they got booed, and Patton goes, our next song is Easy Like Sunday Morning. And they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I love this band. Uh, I love Mike Patton. Yeah. I know that's another. We can talk it's about a good version of it too. Yeah. That was when they were wearing their like like pastel. No, 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 no. This was this was stuff. no, no, no. This was years back. It was like oh, a club show. I saw show. them. It was, it was club ninety, show. and they did that. But they said we're going to play the cover song, and everyone thought it was going to be War Pigs. Yeah, and they played Easy Like Sunday Morning, and then they would do this cover of, and you guys will get it. But the last person I mentioned this to did not get it. Uh, this hard rocking version of these dreams we cannot guess. N e s t l e s. Yep. Wow. The Nestle. The Nestle. And they would just dreamy white. They did the whole thing. Dreamy white. And it sounds like Nestle makes the very best. N e s t l e s. You're welcome. Chocolate. So the thing about Less Than Jake is that recently, Chris Gethard, also former guest of Going Off Track, also on our wonderful live show, posted a fun little quote about punk rock versus sex. And now that he's like in a relationship, he's having sex more regularly. And I'm ruining the paraphrasing I'm doing. But the final line was, so what I'm trying to say is sex is better than Less Than Jake. And all the guys, he tweeted this, and all the guys from Less Than Shake were like, we agree, we concur, <laughs> which was really, really funny. So that's the kind of um, cyclical cycle of going off track we like to bring to you. Yes. Good oh, morning. Those guys are so much fun. They were so much fun. Oh, yeah. Buddy, God, that dude should have a game show. He's hilarious. Uh, if you want to follow Going Off Track on Twitter, just put an at sign in front of Going Off Track. And by at sign, I mean copyright, because who came up with that? Uh, also, what else? We're facebook.com slash going off track. If you want to donate to us, we love it because a podcast is a great way to break even in life if you're not breaking even already. We're not in the red. We're not in the black. We're just in. We're in. We're somewhere. <laughs> um, Joan, you've been writing a lot of stuff for Noisy. I have been writing a lot of stuff for Noisy. Um, you can check it out. I recently an article translated into French 
uh, for noisy. I started getting all these Twitter followers and like their whole profile and all their posts were in French. And I was like, am I getting like hacked or something? <laughs> and then Dan was like, my editor there was like, yeah, this thing got like 400 comments or something in like the French version or something. Wow, so, dude, you're the noisy Jerry Lewis. I like I like writing for noisy. Everyone there is super nice. And, it's a uh, great site and it really knows what it's talking about. I had a cool, I wrote this thing about Weezer. Um, I don't know if I talked about this. I wrote this thing about Weezer about why can't bands with unlimited resources make good records. And it talked about like Weezer, Metallica, and all these bands. And then River started like tweeting stuff at Noisy after it went up. And then River started following me on Twitter. So I sent him a private, a direct message. I was like, hey man, I want to interview you over Twitter. And I still haven't heard back. So I'm going to stay on Rivers because uh, I know who's getting these. Oh, yeah. And I really w- would love to have, like, this actual conversation, like, not in, like, a judgmental way, but be like, your wow. first records are so good. Like, why How can't you make one like that again? Well, you know what it is? Didn't he, I mean, he's sort of, it was, like, creating a mathematical way to make yes. songs, right? Yeah, yeah, so I think for that's years. where you fuck up. Like, I think maybe that's where. Yeah, but, like, you would think one, like, more of those would hit. Right. Like, just statistically. Yeah, yeah. I think it's what he's not including. Like he's like it's the guided by voice mentality. Put all fifty you wrote on the record. Ten are going to be okay. Five are going to be great. You know, and well, he's. I think yeah. he's leaving some off. I think it's the subtraction which is killing him. Also, yeah. Well, Metallica too. Not to. I think it also has to do with well unlimited resources. You become like. I I think it's that on top of they uh, a douche became, who buys Basquiat paintings. Yeah. They became sober, is my thing. Not to go back to vodka, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. vodka was helping I, Hetfield, I think. I mean, I don't. Look, I know it wasn't good for like his very, and stuff. very slippery slope. <laughs> I think what I'm saying is it was good for the songwriting. Is all. I'm saying. Yes, and I they still, wrote some I great you. songs and they're alcoholics for I sure. I love you, James Hetfield. I don't mean it. We're gonna have an entire Metallica episode someday, and thank don't you ever. All. Please delete that, edit that out, what I said. Nope. In fact, that's going to be the preview. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs)